Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and insights you need for virtual reality gaming. This podcast is brought to you by Asterian Products, a top-selling company on Amazon designing revolutionary products for VR, AR, of course, including our beautiful Asterian Aura VR headset stands. Happy Halloween! I'm Jay Brat, a VR YouTuber and streamer. I'm Adam Charlton, a software dev who loves game design and VR. And I'm Kaylee Eliza, VR artist and musician. Our podcast is here to keep you up to date in the VR realm. We answer questions from our communities, followed by some of the latest, greatest VR news. And then we actually discuss the games we played recently. But due to the amount of massive changes in the industry this last week, <laughs> we're going to spend some time this week discussing what's coming for VR as a whole in lieu of the game section. If you haven't seen our YouTube channel, we're all sitting here face to face on video calls with each other. We tried this as a new idea last week. And a lot of you seem to really enjoy it, so we're going to continue to it. But let us know if you miss the old VR format, or if you maybe want to see a hybrid in the future. Now, Kaylee, what questions do we have from our listeners this week? So we had a question for me um, from Natty Bratty, who asked, where can we find your art and interact with it in VR? So this is something I'm working on at the moment, actually, and I'm about to make an announcement about it, so that was really well-timed. <laughs> um, hey, but for the first time ever, I'm going to be uploading all the work that I've done so far that isn't under an NDA um, to a website called Styly. Um, so that's an online platform where that will house all of my VR creations. And uh, on my account, you'll be able to... Um, of, like explore them in a web browser or like in VR wow, but um cool. you'll be able to like um I'm gonna put some music menus in there as well so because a lot of my work is um like based around these like VR music video ideas um and I like the fact that the music is almost like inhabited within that place and it's like synced as one living thing um when you go hopefully when you go inside um one of my works the approach like the the corresponding music will be will be playing when you go in there so you wow. can enjoy the like my music and being in the place and sit there and hopefully like that'll be quite nice for everyone because so far they've just been on youtube so that's quite cool that somebody's asked whether they can see it in vr because it's so silly really that i do all of this in vr and then a lot of people can't <laughs> go in unless you go to one of my demos so yeah so that's really exciting so there'll be quite a lot of uh, worlds on there really um, once I get them all uploaded so so yeah so on styling soon that's, that's really incredible. cool yeah <laughs> I hadn't heard of anything quite like that do you know yet is this going to be like you go into VR and you like click on this one it takes you or is it going to be kind of like that museum we went to where it's like you walk to one you walk to another in VR what's the format well the format on styly is um a little bit different to that so instead of it being like an app because it's a it's a bit like um i guess like google poly in a way mm -hmm. that um all of every, like it's got sort of like your models on there and then but styly like helps like facilitate that as an experience so um so you don't have to download anything really um, nice. apart from Styly. So um, it instead of it being like an application where you'll see all the worlds existing in one place, they'll be uploaded as like separate files, I guess. And But they'll have previews and um, there'll be like a bit of a bio on each one. So um, you'll be able to like, like browse, I guess, um, on an account. So everyone has an account and then they'll have like a list of their like... Um, like VR uploads um, 
or AR, they've got AR ones on there as well. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of like more separate ones. So I think eventually I am looking for, uh, looking into like making an app. So where all of my creations are in one space and you kind of can drift off to one world, but in the distance you can see where another music island would be. Like, I, I really like that idea. But um, for now, cool. like, yeah, a styly, styly is a really good way because it's free and um, it's such a, uh, like an easy platform to use for that. So it's really exciting. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. So when is this going to go live? hopefully in the next couple of weeks (laughs) so hopefully really really soon yeah Yeah, so stay tuned and we'll be sure to announce it and link to it uh once it gets fully released awesome so next we have a question from beef and beef asked i hear you made the switch so recently in the last week i did finally take the plunge and bought a quest 2 headset (laughs) And Beef asked, as an Index user, what was the biggest pain point from the jump from the Index to the Quest 2? Was the quality downgrade significant? Um, and did bending the need of Facebook leave a permanent mark on your soul? <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's talk about it, right? For me, the Index and the Quest don't even make sense comparing them side to side. I feel like that they're kind of in different environments because... Obviously, the index is going to have, you know, better fidelity and better just quality in a lot of different ways. Like even holding the Quest controller versus the index controller, you can feel like there's a significant difference in quality there. However, I once had to, you know, take my entire VR setup to show off VR to my company. And I ended up carding like four or five crates of stuff just to make sure it works. And when I went on the trip with Jay, he was able to shove the Quest 2 in a backpack and we had a full VR experience. And so I feel like they're in different markets. Um, you know, it's if you're playing on games that are Quest native, the downgrade in quality isn't significant, but you're just not able to play as variety as games as you're able to do on the index. Um, bending the knee to Facebook, it kind of hurt a bit. I'm not going to lie. it's a it's a painful thing but we'll be talking about in the news how maybe that won't be such a thing in the future right and so we'll we'll be able to get to that more in just a bit jay do you have one last question so scarlet ibis and beef both kind of asked good questions around the facebook change last week they're renaming themselves meta and all this other stuff that's going on so that's why we actually decided skip the games this week and we're going to break all that down talk to you about our feelings on all of it in the discussion section so that'll come after the news hang out for that here in a bit but first we're going to talk about our sponsor today and that is asterian products So we've talked about them. They've been our partners for a long time, including their incredible Asterian Aura VR headset stand. I have it right here, and I keep getting the urge to come and show it off on camera for you guys who are on YouTube, see me pulling it out all the time because (laughs) it, it, it just looks real nice. It's good, it's sleek, it's minimalist, and it fits every VR headset stand. Um... You can get it and any other Asterian product 10% off on Amazon with the code FULLDIVE21. And a little bit of insider information. uh, They actually have just about secured a deal in Europe to start distributing there. So Kaylee here soon uh, will be telling us about hers that she'll be getting directly from where they'll be at in Europe. And then everyone in Europe who listens to us, you'll have a much easier way to get great VR accessories uh, and not have to pay horrible shipping prices from the US. So... (laughs) 
good stuff. Uh, good all touched, around. Yeah. <laughs> we touched on it a little bit. Uh, so last week, a lot happened. Facebook Connect 2021 happened. They're huge all day long, all week long convention showing off all this stuff and some huge news. Facebook changed the future of VR. And they said, hey, guess what? We're going to change our name from Facebook to Meta, but we're also going to do something hopefully really cool. We're going to stop requiring Facebook accounts for Oculus devices. Uh, and so immediately, of course, this was met with, oh, thank goodness. So many people have not bought an Oculus Quest 2 because of that requirement. But then people started to ask the question online, well, do I have to have a Meta account? And that's how they're saying it's not a Facebook account. What does this actually mean? So what do you two, what have you heard about this? Kaylee, is this something that's affecting you yet? Um, well, not, well, not directly yet, but I, I was thinking those, that, that my, my initial response to that was as soon as it said, oh, you, um, you don't need a Facebook account. We're looking into using just another account. I was thinking you're just going to make another like you're still taking the data like either way <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't matter what it's called but um i like i get i understand the brand change from like a branding perspective i get that like 100 percent because times are changing like this the whole xr world is like moving really really quickly and um i understand like like them being like a social networking company that they're going to want to jump on that and the whole metaverse um like umbrella term i think fits perfectly for that because that's exactly where it's going is um is into that realm so that all makes sense to me but yeah with the accounts um like i i personally wasn't as irate about i know some people were really passionately <laughs> Like they were really like um, not like aggravated by that, but when I got the quest, I was just too excited about the possibility and you know like being untethered, especially as an artist and like looking into performance and stuff like that. Like I, that, I was just like so fixated on that. I just thought I'll sacrifice my eye gaze tracking or whatever, <laughs> take it all. Like I don't, I didn't mind, but like, but I understand like the issue with it. And um, if uh, if they're just swapping that account for another one like what difference does it really make um so it, yeah it just depends what they meant by that i guess like i guess we'll find out more like hopefully soon but um personally like i just wish that you didn't need to like i understand having like an oculus account um that made sense like of course like having an account for anything but like the social media thing doesn't I just think you should always have an option. Oh, sorry. Because um, uh, I know that that's where it's heading is this metaverse idea that everybody will be able to exist online in this virtual realm and connect with each other. And you would think, well, then you need a social media account for that. But what if you, like, if you didn't want to use it for that, then I just don't think you should be able to, you should have to, like, give up all of that information. So, mm -hmm. yeah. No, and I think that is the exact reason why they're making the change. In fact, in their sort of press release, the first people that they're testing unlinking a Facebook account from the Oculus account is people with work accounts, people who are using the Oculus Quest in work environments who not who maybe don't necessarily want to link, you know, all the projects that they're working on at work with, you know, their angry Facebook rants. Um, and so those are the people that they're starting with unhooking accounts and seeing how that goes. And so I think that plays right into what you're talking about, where there is going to be a, maybe a social element but whether or not it's linked to whether or not it has to be linked to that social element maybe remains to be seen 
And why can't it be its own social element? You know, my my Rec Room account isn't attached directly to anything, but Rec Room has its own subscribers and the friends networks and favorites and all these things. And you can have a whole Rec Room personality that doesn't have to be attached to your real world person, <laughs> you know, where your yeah. Facebook account typically has real pictures of you. Rec Room doesn't have that. You know, they're trying to protect that because especially when there's a lot of kids on Rec Room, you don't want things like that. Why is Facebook thinking, well, if you're going to do VR, you got to have everyone see exactly who you are. You know, that's not always what people want. Yeah, I think it should be the opposite. I think it should be more like the like the Oasis where you you get to like like not be yourself like what's the point of going in vr mm. if you're just exactly yourself like but, <laughs> well i mean i know some people will disagree with that but like personally like it's escapism so i don't know like that for me would i know it's like people are like oh yeah so meta like like <laughs> being, you know but like that's like just being exactly yourself and then everyone like having having that all on display that all of that information i don't know like but isn't that the be... opposite isn't that the opposite of what facebook is going for though because it feels like facebook is wanting this metaverse to be you know your real persona just online or or am yeah. i a little off on what metaverse no they is just going seem for? like that way I, well it just seems like they're just shifting like that like the interface essentially in the way in the way in the way that you navigate that whole space is just that it's like in this immersive way but for me like I think that's where the clash is between like like all of like all of us XR users who have these other ideas about how we use that space and I guess like our identities and like I guess just having the option I would be nice as long as there's an option really. Well, yeah. if you can't tell already out there, we're going to get really heavy into this in the discussion. But I will say one thing here. I don't I don't think that's it, Adam. I don't think they want to merge you. I think they want you to stop having a real life personality and just <laughs> have one online. That's what Facebook's going for. But there's some other news along this huge vein of what Facebook's doing. Adam, you want to kind of brief us on that? I'd love to. So it's not just a Facebook, the company that's getting a name change either. Oh, no. Oculus is also getting the cut with their name change. They are rebranding Oculus to also be meta. So all of those Oculus Quest 2 headsets that everyone bought over the last year, including myself, I don't I don't own an Oculus Quest 2 anymore. Oh no, I own a Meta Quest 2, and I can't tell you how much I dislike that name. However, Kaylee, it sounds like even just from us talking about that last news article, you might be the first person I've met who doesn't entirely hate the name change. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, it, I, it's compartmentalization for me. So like, <laughs> I hate, I, I hate the fact that like, it's not going to be Oculus. Like, I think it should stay Oculus, like for goodness sake, like, a, especially like, um, I always have a, like a, a loyalty to certain brands and like from where Oculus came from before Facebook, I have like a, I guess a sentimentality thing. So like, um, but and just everything that that represented like that completely like changing uh, it's just more that it could have been a lot worse for me I think personally is that they at least they went for something that was all-encompassing to do with the like the the premise of it like so it was mm. it's technically accurate is what I mean it's not necessarily like preferable it's just more that like I was pleasantly surprised that like oh but oh but also like not but also not surprised at the same time that they've gone for something that was that was like really relevant, like the ter the terminology basically that they've. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I do, I do I think part of it is jumping on it before someone else does and being the f like almost like the first. Like, well, they think they're the first, but they're not. But like, do you know what I mean? Like the the big yeah. 
like the big boys like taking control <laughs> of it. like doing they I just think they want to do the oasis first that's all I that's how I see it but you know and on, honestly with all the money and all the effort that they're dumping into this they could very well be the people that make the oasis and it could just be facebook's world i'm sorry meta's world and we're all just living in it (laughs) i hope not i hope not i i thought this was kind of interesting information the first thing i wanted to do i wanted to jump on twitter and go follow palmer lucky just to see him rant about finally the (laughs) oculus name dying when they you know all these everything about oculus what it originally was i feel like is now almost fully gone into Facebook's idea of what they wanted Oculus to be, with the name being the last little bit of that. Uh, it it hurts my feelings a little bit because I felt like Oculus was one of the biggest names in it, and now it's kind of absorbed into this huge company. But I've said it before on the podcast, you look back at the video gaming world, and there was names from the beginning that none of us have ever even heard of now. So it's evolution. It's what happens. But I really... Also, the name Oculus is just a good name. I feel yeah, like it's such name. a strong one. I loved it for that reason. <laughs> and oh. and Meta, I mean, uh, we'll get into that in the discussion, but I, <laughs> I just, oh, Meta is not the right name, in my opinion, for so many reasons. But we got the whole discussion for that. So I'm not going to I'm not going to open that can of worms. I'll yeah, open but one of the things that we might talk about, though, is that a lot of their new headsets mm-hmm. names make sense with the rebranding. So one of the things and I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about it too much just because we don't have a lot of details. One of the things that they did announce was their new headset, the Cambria. And the Meta Cambria doesn't sound that bad of a name. So like the Meta Quest, I, I think it just sounds terrible. It just mm-hmm. sounds horrific. Yeah. But the Meta Cambria, mm, that actually has a somewhat decent name to it. It has a really good ring and a good flow. And maybe they're just trying to lead off of that. They're trying well, to, yeah, and there's the Nazare is the other project. And these are still project names. We'll probably get a different name when the headset actually launches, but I'm sure it's something that will be the meta. Gosh, what if they just name the headset the Verse? <laughs> that, that would be a bit too on the nose there. I feel like meta is too on the nose, but we'll get to that in the discussion. Section. <laughs> uh, along with all the other an amazing or annoying, however you feel about it, news that came. I got some news for me personally that's like a super big deal. They said Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is going to be fully brought into VR on the Oculus Quest 2. Now that, along with Resident Evil 4 being launched, these are two of like the top five games of my entire life coming into vr if you're out there and you somehow don't know what grand theft auto is it's an open world game where you can basically do whatever you want shoot whoever you want it's it's wild uh what do you two think about this coming onto you know this these this meta that is kind of known for censoring some of their games or like trying to play things down how in the world are they bringing that game into this realm you know, maybe they're just showing that they're ready to play with the big kids in the game <laughs> industry. You know, maybe they're showing we're not a, afraid to... I, I mean, because GTA, when you're playing it flat, it, it can have some pretty significant, you know, violence. A lot of it has to deal with crime. I mean, the name itself, Grand Theft Auto, you know, you're breaking into and stealing cars, right? Um, But taking that, and, and so maybe they're just trying to say... Like, yeah, we're backing off a little of the censorship. These, uh, this is a game that people want to play. We'll let people play it on our headsets. <laughs> Kaylee, do you enjoy Grand Theft Auto games at all? Have you played much of them? Yeah, I played them when I was younger. Um, like, I I was 
I was kind of like had friends at uni who did uh, who were like on the role playing servers. So okay. I'm interested to see if um and like modded like modded for them and stuff. So I'm interested mm-hmm. to see whether that they would do, take that into VR as well. And because it's like an immersive space, I wonder how they would the pancake gamers would deal with their role playing servers in VR. Like because I know that they it's a really serious community like you have to apply yeah. and you there are lots of rules and things so i just wouldn't i wonder how i really fascinated as to how that would translate in vr and how people would like um like react to that and uh, like whether they would get like really heavily involved in that because they can that you know like live out that life but in in such a much more immersive way so I'm quite fascinated I, i'm i'm really intrigued to play it to be honest uh even though i haven't played it since i was like at school and stuff like I, I'm I, I, I can imagine it being quite good. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I... do you think that this is just going to give more ammunition for the people that are already concerned about violence in video games? Because as we know, I mean, a lot of these GTA games were spinning a lot of heads on like the anti-violence in game crowds, yeah. and taking it into VR where it feels a lot more visceral and real. Is that going to concern people? Do you think? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, in Grand Theft Auto, you can hire a sex worker. I mean, how... (laughs) And now you can do it in VR. (laughs) Yeah. How do they approach this in such a way? Because people were getting mad. Resident Evil 4 had some (laughs) pretty mild censorship, but like some of the weird, awkward things people said or the weird moments, they took those out of the game. And people didn't like that they, you know, altered this game potentially for a more PC time and place that we have come to now in life. And so it's hard to imagine, how do you take a game like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which has everything? I mean, yeah. I think that this was a game that was on the verge of getting an NC-7. What not? That's not what it's called. It's called adult for video games, not, not NC-17. That's movies. It almost got an adult rating. And they pulled out a few things at the few of the last stops and kept it in that mature game rating. You think about a game that's pushing the envelope like that. It's gonna cause it's gonna cause some serious uh, head spinning. I I'm a little excited to see what happens. <laughs> but do we have a date coming for this VR port? Jay? No, no. All we know is that they were already had announced, and now we're finally getting trailers for a Grand Theft Auto trilogy remastered edition. Wow. So that what people think that's coming on November 11th, they're probably using those textured that those textures that remaster for San Andreas VR. So it's going to look really good now because they already have the game fully redesigned. And so now they just have to bring that into VR, probably not till late next year. Cause I would imagine the remastered edition is, is done and now they're working on this or they have been working on it, but I can't imagine it's coming before, you know, early next year. All right. Well, when it does finally come out, be sure to stay tuned here and we'll tell you all about it when we get a chance to play it ourselves. (laughs) Can't wait. Can't wait. So we'd like to talk to you a little bit and maybe a lot of bit. We've been talking about it. Let, let's be real. We've been talking about this full episode so far about all of Facebook stuff. We're going to be telling you more about it. Uh, but first, Jay, could you tell them a little bit about our sponsor? You know our sponsor, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. Asterian Products has been with us for a year. They're amazing. They make awesome VR headset stands. They recently launched a VR room mat. If you haven't used a room mat, it helps keep you in place, helps keep you from wandering off and punching someone else in the face that's sitting on the outside. The Asterian Origin, go check it out on Amazon. And if you want to get an extra 10% off on any Asterian purchase, you can use code FULLDIVE21, FULLDIVE21, just like the current year, and save some money on it and check them out. All right. Well, let's jump right into our discussion topic, huh? 
um <laughs> we one. had we had scarlet ibis um that we mentioned before ask a question on our discord and we're going to rephrase it here because it's going to launch us right into our discussion do you think facebook becoming meta is going to help the metaverse come to life or is this staking a big claim to something even before it gets off the ground and this ugh, along with this beef has <laughs> um beef says that metaverse is going to be bad for vr and convince me otherwise I, <laughs> that there's this is such a big topic that it just mm -hmm. feels like opening up you know the top of a can of a entire station wagon full of worms you know and I don't even know where to get started with it. <laughs> well, Kaylee, you seem like you had some feelings about Facebook taking the name Meta. What do you think about that overall? You said it seemed like an all-encompassing name to jump on in the beginning. So tell us more about your feelings of what they've done and what it means. I think it was honestly like just, just another like branding strategy. Like people are using the term Meta a lot more now and it's become trendy amongst like people who I don't even think really understand what it means. And um like I just have had a lot of young people saying like oh that's so meta and I'm like it's really not what what you're referring to like is it meta at all but okay um but, which I find that really interesting to be honest uh because obviously like terms like that like come in and out of uh, fashion but I just wonder um whether they um noticed it uh, you know like becoming a lot more profound in these industries and because in a lot of contexts as well like with nfts and I I just think like they maybe realized that the the work like the whole like facebook brand maybe was gonna um i don't know maybe they felt like it had expired like that whole because when you think of facebook i will always think of the old for like uh -huh. you know facebook uh -huh. as it's always been like so i couldn't even imagine facebook like or facebook vr like it just i got no. like i understand like instead <laughs> from that point of view i guess but um but yeah i do think um that I generally I don't know whether it would be good or not I think it, anything like anything that like involves like a big company that like, getting involved with anything obviously but I don't know like I, I just think it was I just think them them I'm wondering like them saying oh we won't need a Facebook account anymore is because they're actually going to take over in lots of other ways and it's like really to like diffuse before something else happens but um but I do think that a big part of it is just like getting in there first. Um, I just don't know where the interest really comes. Well, like it does make sense in a lot of way with the whole social networking. But at the same time, like I feel like they're going to do a lot of like, like acting as though they're like the first ones when the, we obviously know there's already all of these like metaverse spaces uh, accessible in VR. So I don't know, really. I don't know how it's going to happen. I think one big thing to, to take right now is whether you like the word meta or not, whether you use it in your current vocabulary, <laughs> the word is going to be dead. You take a word and make such a huge entity out of it. I mean, does anyone even think of the word Google as a number ever? You know, Google is a search engine now. You think of it as a massive corporate entity. So now the word meta 
is probably going to be killed by the fact that Facebook is taking over. Like just like the word Facebook itself. Facebook initially referred to like a mug book that you would get in college to see what other students look like. No one knows that now you say Facebook. If if this really takes off the way they're hoping for it to, no one's going to be using the word meta as anything but this company, which kind of annoys me because I thought the word meta was a really cool word. Yeah. Uh, so, there'll just be another word that pops up that means the same thing as meta that just isn't meta, which is a shame <laughs> because meta as a word is great. I just yeah. think I'm going to end up saying a lot like, oh, meta, but not that meta. And then yeah. like every time, every single time, I'm like, no, I don't mean that one. <laughs> yeah, now people will say that sell meta as referring to something be so terribly bad that they had to change the name. <laughs> That's the yes. new meaning of matter. Or every time their privacy is breached, they're like, oh, that was really meta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got hacked, guys. It was so meta. Yeah, analytics. <laughs> oh, that's so meta. <laughs> uh, well, the name change is a very small part. This is a huge rebranding strategy. And if you watch the Facebook Connect keynote, it's obvious Facebook knows people hate them. They know that people think they have no privacy with them. They don't trust them. And so the whole keynote was basically all of this jargon about how they're going to be this trustworthy company that's doing all these good things. And then they change their name to Meta on top of it. So they're really trying to break away from that old image. And then also at the same time, I would say taking the name Meta, they're trying to partially claim this metaverse that we keep talking about that is potentially coming down the pipeline. So that's where I beef talked about metaverse will be bad for VR. I don't know if beef was saying specifically Facebook's metaverse or a metaverse overall. So there's a lot of notes here, Adam, did you kind of look over what beef thought would be bad and what's going to, can you kind of summarize this for us a little I bit? I did. And so beef has a lot of concerns about specifically Facebook and Facebook's mm -hmm. interaction with metaverse, where if Facebook is the one that's truly promoting the metaverse, beef thinks that, because Facebook is the one doing it and they have a terrible history of having really invasive data analytics and tracking users and things of that nature, that it's going to poison the well a bit for VR. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Facebook in their keynote really tried to address a lot of these concerns. But I really think that it comes down to put your money where your mouth is, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like if Facebook is going to actually start implementing a lot of these things and start regaining the public trust, it's that's where it's really going to come down to for me, Beef. Um, and honestly, unlinking your Facebook account, I feel like is a big step forward. I know we, we touched on it briefly, but I really think it's a, a good step forward for Meta to start trying to say you know trying to say like we're going to start being trustworthy with our vr stuff but they're going to have to show a whole lot more in my opinion to really make it feel like it's going to be a place that i can live because that's what they're envisioning for metaverse it's not a place where you go to hang out and take it off and you go and just to do what this play this one game or do this one thing see this one movie and then take it off they're really envisioning it as a place where you're going to spend a large chunk of your time in. And before I think anyone would feel comfortable with that, they really got to show that they're worth spending time on. And that still remains to be seen, in my opinion. I fully agree. What do you, what do you think, Kaylee? Because you've worked with a lot of these different companies. You work with people that, you know, commissioned you to do different things along these VR platforms. What do you think? Do you think this company can turn over a new leaf and show us that? Um, I think, well, hopefully, but uh, I, at the same time, like, 
How does that just change overnight? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how you suddenly go from, like, not caring or, like, or caring too much about other things. And then I just wonder where the shift really comes from. Like, I, I'd want to know that, that it was, like, like the integrity was there. And it was, it was not for authentic reasons. I think for some reason I'm just so sceptical now of anything to do with Facebook that, like, if... um like any decision that they make, even if it's like superficially seems good, then it might have like an ulterior mo- like motive, which is awful. But like, I hope that this, like they will will reform themselves. Maybe the rebranding was what that was for, but the, it's the same person in charge. So I just wonder like what epiphany he's had. But um, hopefully like he's a, he's a new man and like this is a whole new, like, like that would be really, really nice if like... Um, they maybe they did have a realization that actually um, these are people that are really passionate about this space. We don't want to abuse that and uh, like take anything away from them. And um, like fingers crossed, I, I I'll try and be more positive about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're fair to be. You know, we judge people off their their pasts, and yes, people can change when they want to. But the question is, is this company wanting to change because they think it's good for their image? Or do they actually see that a metaverse is a real possibility that could bring the entire world together in a place where we can all feel safe and have fun and enjoy each other's company? Do they see it as, you know, this huge philosophical idea that it is? Or do they see this as the next moneymaker? And and we can't really know that. But I feel like them naming themselves meta kind of feels grabby and and maybe even a little selfish because they're almost they want you to have to think them whenever you say metaverse instead of thinking because like even right now you know isn't there already miniature metaverses in vr aren't there? there's these communities that we go to and hang out and they may not give you absolutely everything you can do but i've heard of you know rec room themselves they hold their work meetings in rec room they do all kinds of things in rec room it's not just a gaming platform to them uh, and as that spreads more, that can change. But Facebook is talking about they made these workspaces and there was a meme on Reddit about like now the Google executives were all sitting in this Facebook room talking together about their strategies. And Mark Zuckerberg was outside in his VR avatar outside the door <laughs> listening in. How can a company trust another competitor's company's app to be their workplace? You know, it's there's a lot of very big questions to this. Adam, you work in the tech field and in the industry would you guys ever consider using facebook instead of zoom or anything like that um not currently (laughs) (laughs) not currently just because facebook has as as sort of a general rule not been great and but if they can change that i mean companies have to trust each other Uh, Mm -hmm. my company works in geolocation data um, which means that to a degree we compete with Google maps and we still use Google products. I mean, that relationship and that balance can exist if a company is able to prove that it is worthy of that sort of trust. Facebook right now doesn't have that, but I feel like that if they work with it, they could eventually get there. Um, the name meta does seem a bit crappy. It would be like in the early days of the internet, if someone just named themselves net right (laughs) it it, it would just it would be weird it's like oh i'm going on the internet oh what do you use oh i use net it just feels odd and it feels like that the name itself is almost a killer for the entire idea it feels like they're trying to build metaverse to be this global phenomenon internet 2.0 and then they named themselves internet.com you know it's just it's it's a killer and 
because of that, Metaverse may never expand past Facebook. And that's my number one concern. Metaverse as an idea is incredible, but it's going to take all sorts of companies in order to be able to build it. And by Facebook naming themselves Meta, they might have killed it before they ever got off the ground, in my opinion. Yeah, at least the name. Uh, Kaylee, I think you're in an interesting position to have a different take on all this because all three of us here, we hear the word metaverse and we have you know general ideas of what that means and what it is. But you're someone who shares your art with all kinds of people, people outside of the industry. Someone asked, is a metaverse actually something the average person even wants? Or is this something that these companies are trying to quickly make to just steal all our money and time? What do you think? <laughs> I... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I, d- I don't think it is what the majority wants. I don't, I don't think it's on their mind right now. But for people like us who are obviously interested in all of that kind of stuff, um, for me personally, um, I think it, like the idea, the concept itself is amazing. Like, and I, It seems like a natural progression for me personally um as soon as I saw Ready Player One I was thinking yeah, of course that's gonna happen like like uh, even in the cinema at the time people were looking at the omnidirectional treadmills going they don't exist and I'm thinking what they've been existing for years like <laughs> so I think so they, a lot of these people just aren't aware so I, I, I think they don't know what they want yet if that makes sense so it might be something that they want in the future but loads of people are still learning about this stuff and understanding virtual realms like so even though they don't realize that they're that is essentially what they're doing on their phone with a different like mm-hmm. interface i guess and a different system it, it's still like it, i've talked to a lot of people and a lot of people at like events and stuff like members of the public that are coming and seeing this stuff for the first time and um they they are still trying to grasp it and i just think that they're the majority really like we're not yep. so um mm-hmm. and they're the i guess the I, I know we're consumers in some ways as well but like we are in we're we're, we're contributing to it and we're making the stuff so like I, I i think it's hard um for us to see it from their perspective sometimes but i i i think eventually it would it makes sense that that's eventually what what they uh people that use facebook and all these like social media platforms like that to feel more connected to people if that's where people's um like interest leads to because at the moment I don't think I don't know whether that's what it's about if anything it's kind of seems to be going the opposite way where people are so in some ways this might be good for that because it might be like re-establishing the the whole point of social media is to be able to connect people on it like on on the same sort of level as if you were with them in person and actually that's not really happening like with Instagram there's been so yeah. many issues with you know social media and how it's affecting everyone's mental health and um I think in some ways like because it the the way it's navigated will be different maybe that will solve a lot of those issues but then as you, don't, you just don't know in the future whether like new ones will be created we can't even imagine yet because we, we're not in that position yet but I think generally like I think it's something that people want in the future, but they don't want it right now because they they don't know about it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's a cla- There's a classic example of like I remember when the internet was still you know a pretty new construct to the average person, and people were like all oh, the online shopping is going to kill every store out there, and that was completely wrong at the time because nobody wanted online shopping. It had to become a easy part of their day to day life before they accepted it. And now Amazon, you look at it, people buy some people buy everything 
off of Amazon. They don't even go to stores anymore, but it has to get to the point for those consumers that it actually seems to make their life easier or enrich it. And right now, the idea of putting on a headset and going to work all day in it and then playing a game in it with your friends when you're off and then having a call with your mom on it when you're done with that doesn't sound convenient or fun to them. So those people may be way harder to reach than those of us who are already spending a good amount of time in there and changing it. But uh, it's not just the people using it either. There also needs to be that infrastructure surrounding it. Like internet shopping didn't instantly kill off all these big box stores when it came out because quite frankly, the internet sucked back then. Like if you <laughs> yep. try and buy anything on the internet, it was a terrible experience. And it was only when Amazon started making it really good and convenient and easy to use that it really started taking off. And the metaverse is going to be the same thing. And we're living in that time where some people can use the their headsets for work. And I mean, Kaylee right here, she makes art in VR. That is her, that is one of her things that she's doing for her profession and for her job is doing that. And so she can use that headset all day. For the, for the vast majority of people, that infrastructure surrounding it just isn't quite there yet to make it easier, convenient to use. And so in a couple of years, maybe technology or the design decisions around headsets and the interfaces will get to that point, but certainly not in the near future, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I agree. And I, I hope, Beef, if you're out there listening to this, we kind of touched on what you're thinking. I, I think that the metaverse itself can be very good as long as Facebook isn't controlling it all. <laughs> but but I keep calling them Facebook because I just can't get used to calling them meta because then you say meta metaverse. It doesn't make sense. As long as they're not <laughs> the ones running all of it, then then it's an amazing concept that could change all our lives. But if they try to take control over all of it, it could kill the idea completely mm -hmm. because people don't want that. You know, they want an open free market. They want an open Internet where they can go where they want and do what they want. We've seen that with the Internet. When someone tries to control it, the company usually dies. Actually, not the Internet. So who knows, maybe it could go a totally different direction and Meta could take a huge blow because they're trying to steal this all to themselves. I, I can't predict the future, but we'll be here covering it as it happens. <laughs> but with that, if you disagreed or agreed with us in any way, come join us on our Discord server and tell us off or tell us how we're all geniuses. You know, I much prefer <laughs> the second. Uh, but you can ask us Q&A questions on our server and provide suggestions to determine what we talk about next and maybe what games we talk about. Today's episode was inspired by a lot, a lot of the users on our Discord who were having great conversations about meta and their metaverse. You can become a direct supporter of this podcast on Patreon. And if you're listening to the podcast, consider checking this out on YouTube where you can see us in our natural environments, <laughs> uh, our real life face cams. If you're watching on YouTube, consider taking us on the go or on any audio platform that there is, uh, maybe on your commute or while you're working. Uh, but as always, thank you so much for listening. And remember, when it comes to VR, you have to dive on them. Go on in. <laughs>